0: Shabbat shalom and good day to all of you, my fellow brethren in the assembly of Yahushua. All oh, praise and honor be to our loving Yahuwah Abba for his continued blessings and guidance into our lives. Today, beloved brethren, as we continue in our studies about the seven assemblies written by the Apostle John in the book of Revelations, we come then to the sixth assembly, the assembly of Yahushua in Philadelphia. It was one of the cities, as we know in Asia Minor, today the modern day, Turkey. On, considered to be on the Imperial Road, which is an important trade route at the time. The city itself is located 27 miles from Sardis and 48 miles north of Laodicea. Philadelphia was founded in 189 BC by a Pergamon king named Eumenes, and given its name in honor of the love he had for brother Attalus. Hence the phrase, the city of brotherly love, whenever you refer to the city of Philadelphia. But just like the other assemblies that, that we have uh, learned, been learning so far, brethren, the followers of Yahusha in Philadelphia also face trials and persecution. From the Roman authorities. Who were ruling party at the time. So just like the, uh, the seven assemblies. We will go once again. Over the commendations. Rebukes. Exhortation. The promises and the title. Or character that our king used. For the assembly there in Philadelphia. So first question of the day is. What was the message of our king? What is the message of our king Yahusha? to the brethren there in the assembly of Philadelphia. We will begin our studies today by reading the book of Revelations, chapter 3, the verses 8 down to 9. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. For you have little strength have kept my word and have not denied my name. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of sin, who say they are Jews and are not, but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet and to know that I have loved you. What was the message of our King Yahushua to the Assembly of Philadelphia? That he knows their works. Just like Yahushua knows our works now, my beloved brethren. He knows. And what was their condition at the time? They have little strength and were persecuted by the synagogue of Satan. As we go along in our lesson today, beloved brethren, see, just see if you could pick up some similarities of what we are facing also now in our time as the assembly. Who? Who were the synagogue of Satan? It says they claim to be what? The Yahudim or Jews, but are not. So back then, if you claim to be Jews, you claim to be the children of whom? Yahuwah God. What the brethren in Philadelphia endured was what? Religious persecution. That was what they endured, beloved brethren. And the synagogue of sin claims that they what? They belong to Elohim. And because of this, they persecuted the two disciples of Yahusha in Philadelphia. This is my question now to you. Are there a synagogue of saints today in our time? Absolutely, yes. Who are they? Those who claim that they are what? The only ones who belong to God. Hence, they proclaim that they are the only ones that will be what? Saved come judgment day. Can you believe that, brethren? Now I understand. When someone claims that, it is somewhat arrogance, isn't it? It is arrogance for the certain groups nowadays. As Why? Why did I say that? Because they're what? Putting the same level themselves as to whom? To God. Or no more than He does. And what else does this group of people do? They use their authority because they believe they're the only ones that will be saved. They use their authority to persecute and oppress those who do not belong. Their group. What did the brethren from Philadelphia continue to do despite the threats and persecution from the synagogue of saying that we could also learn from? Beloved brethren, they kept the word and did not deny his name. How, how did the assembly of Yahushua in Philadelphia, how will they be able to continue remaining faithful? He says, Yahusha says, I have set before you an open door and no one, no one can shut it. In other words, that means they what? They rely and depend on the power and the authority of Yahusha, and not other people who say they have what? Authority, beloved brethren. King Yahusha has the sole authority and can say who and who will not be saved come judgment day what did yahusha say he will do he will make them come before their feet so that they will know that yahusha loved them even though they were small that is us beloved brethren small remnant don't ever forget that what else what else did yahusha praise the assembly in philadelphia for Here, once again, Revelation chapter 3, the verse is 10. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. What else did our King Yahushua praise the assembly in Philadelphia for? That they kept the command of our King. To what? Persevere. Now we have that word before, did we not, beloved brethren? Well first, what does it mean to persevere? Well, to persevere means to continue in a course of action, even in the face of difficulty, or with or no prospect of success. So perseverance, in other words, take a great amount of what? Faith. In whom? To Yahusha and Yahuwah our Alahim. So when Yahusha praised the assembly there in Philadelphia, it means that they were facing what? Great persecution, opposition, and tendencies. Because they were followers of our king. But they what? Persevered. That, that, that's why they were praised by our king. What was the promise then of our king? Our king says, I, I will keep you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. My brothers and sisters in the assembly of the assembly of Yahushua, our king, means that, that means he will never abandon us when trials come. What was the exhortation? Of our king. To the church of Philadelphia. Here in Revelations chapter 3. The verse is 11. Behold I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have. That no one may take your crown. What was the exhortation of our king? He says hold fast what we have. What do we have? The promise of our king that he will return for us. That is it, beloved brethren. That is what we must hold on. The promise of our king. Yes. Why must we hold on to the promise of our king? Because yes, we will face hardship. Yes, we will even face persecution from other groups. But our king says, hold fast. Hold fast what you have that no one may take your hold firmly to our faith and persevere. Why? So that no one will take away our crown. Beloved brethren, and what is the crown of life? Salvation, where we will receive the glorious body, just like what our King has now, and to be with Him in our loving Yahuwah, Forevermore, my beloved brethren, hold on to that promise. What else? What else do we have that we must hold fast to? Here in the book of Luke, chapter 8, the verse is 11 down to 15. Now, the parable is this The seed is the word of God, those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved but the ones on the rock are those who when they hear receive the word with joy and they have no root who believe for a while and in time of temptations fall away now now the ones that fell among the thorns are those who when they have heard go out and are choked with cares riches and pleasures of life and bring no fruit to maturity verse 15 but the ones the ones that fell on good ground are those who having heard the word with a noble and good heart keep it and bear fruit with patience what else do we have that we must hold fast to the word of yahuwah our alahim why Who tries to take the word once again, beloved brethren, away from us? None other than the devil, Shatan himself. How can we hold on to the word of Yahuwah? Let the word grow roots, deep roots into where? Our hearts. How? By remembering them in time of testing and temptation. How else can we hold on to the word of Yahuwah, our Allahim? It says, do not let the desires of this life choke the word in our hearts. Our love for the word must be greater than the cares of this life, beloved brethren. Who are those who truly hold on to the word? Those who receive it with the intention of keeping them. They are the ones who will bear fruit. So once again, Yahushua's commandments, his message to Philadelphia are number one, keep hold onto the words of Allahim. Number two, do not, do not deny the name of Yahusha. Persevere, beloved brother, in times of trials and persecution. Rely on the power and the authority, nobody else's authority, but only the authority of Yahusha. My brothers and sisters in the assembly who are listening today, what a great blessings indeed for us in the assembly. For we are truly being nourished by the words of our alahim through our BQA and our Bible history project, and even have. Our discipleship training program. May we continue to have that eagerness always to learn more and more on the words of our loving Yahuwah Abba. What is the promise to those who will overcome? Here in the book of Revelation, chapter 3, the verse is 12. He who overcomes. I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God. And I will write on him my new name. What is the promise to those who overcome? They will bear the name of Yahuwah and Yahusha. What does this signify, beloved brethren? Deep fellowship with them. What else? They will become a pillar and bear the name of the new Jerusalem. What does this mean? They will forever dwell together with Yahuwah and Yahusha. Beloved brethren, May we take the message that we are learning so far of our King to the Assembly of Philadelphia. Also, also be rooted in our hearts and our minds so that when temptations come in our life, we will not fall away. And may we also be the ones who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. Our lessons will now be continued by our brother. Shabbat Shalom, brothers and sisters
1: in the faith. What is especially special to note about the congregation of Philadelphia is the fact that they received commendations from our King Yehushia. But they did not receive any rebukes. In other words, they were doing great in the eyes of our king Yahushua. They kept on to the word of Yahuwah and they did not the name of the savior Yahushua because they placed their faith and hope and trust in the authority of our king Yahushua, which is what we ought to learn from the congregation or assembly in Philadelphia. However, the congregation in Philadelphia faced a challenge Given the fact that they were small, they were little in strength, and they faced great opposition. And our King Yahushua even specified the synagogue of Satan. And so what was the promise given to the congregation of Philadelphia? That if they were to overcome, they were to become pillars in the temple of Elohim. In other words, they were to receive the promise of everlasting life and fellowship with Abba through Yahushua. And so for the congregation of Philadelphia to be inspired, to overcome what they were facing during that time, what particular aspect of our King Yahushua should they be focusing on and meditating upon? Let's read the book of Revelation, chapter 3, 7 down to 8. This is what it says, and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write these says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength, have kept my word and have not denied my name. And so when our King Yahusha introduced himself to the congregation there in Philadelphia, How did he want the people there in Philadelphia to meditate upon him? Yahushua says that I am the one who has the key of David. What is the key of David all about? It is the authority to open so that no one shuts and the authority to shut so that no one opens. In other words, our King Yahushua was telling the congregation in Philadelphia Focus upon me because it is I who has the authority that comes from the key of David. The synagogue of Satan, they do not have that authority. I am the one who has that authority. And so our King Yahushua wants the people of Philadelphia to focus upon him, to place their hope and trust upon him because he is the one who possesses the key of David. Now, what could that be? The key of David... That was cited here in the book of Revelation. To answer that question we have to go back during the days of Isaiah. In Isaiah twenty-two fifteen 15 to 18 this is what the Lord Yahuwah of heaven's armies said to me. Confront Shebna the palace administrator and give him this message. Who do you think you are and what are you doing here? Building a beautiful tomb for yourself. A monument high up in the rock for Yahuwah is about to hurl you away, mighty man. He is going to grab you, crumple you into a ball, and toss you away into a distant barren land. There you will die, and your glorious chariots will be broken and useless. You are a disgrace to your master. Now what we read there is about the confrontation against Shebna. Shebna was entrusted with the authority to be the palace administrator that is what is representing the key of David and so being the palace administrator he had certain powers he had abilities to bring people into the palace and the ability to block people from the palace this is why it's called the palace administrator receiving such authority what did Shebna do he began to become proud and so he built a beautiful tomb for himself a monument High up in the rock. Sometimes as human beings, we have this tendency to elevate ourselves. We need to be aware of that. Shebna did exactly that. Let us not exalt ourselves. Bible says, let the Father exalt us. We humble ourselves. But he, Shebna, because of the authority given to him, he became proud. And he built glorious chariots for himself. Because of his pride, what did Yahuwah decree against him? Bible says confront Shebna and tell him that Yahuwah is about to hurl you away, O mighty man. And so our Father Yahuwah was mocking Shebna because he was elevating himself. He was adding to the authority that was given to him, and he did things that were against the will of Yahuwah. And so Shebna would be stripped of his authority. The key that was given to him would be taken away, and to whom will it be given to? We read Isaiah 22, 15 to 18. Let's read now 19 to 22. Yes, I will drive you out of office, says Jehua. I will pull you down from your high position. And then I will call my servant el yaki son of Hilkiah, to replace you. I will dress him in your royal robes and will give him your title and your authority. And he will be a father to the people of Jerusalem and Judah. I will give him the key to the house of David, the highest position in the royal court. When he opens doors, no one will be able to close them. And when he closes doors, no one will be able to open them. And so after Yahuwah takes away the title and office from Shebna, to whom will he give it to? Bible says, a servant by the name of El Yakim. El no doubt, humbled himself, taking the position of a servant who notices the humility of El Yakim, the servant, the son of Hilkiah. It is Yahuwah himself. And so he takes Shebna, who elevates himself, and he hurls them down. And he takes the office away from him and gives it to the one who humbled himself. What is this office, this authority that is to be given to El Yakim? The key to the house of David. You see, back then, the key to the house of David was given to the one who was given the authority either to allow people to access the palace, to access the house of David. In other words, It was basically like the gatekeeper. And so a gatekeeper functions in this way. He fields the questions, the queries, the problems that the people of the kingdom had. And so he listened to them. If he deems them worthy to receive special privileges, blessings from the palace, from the house of David, he lets them in. If he lets them in, no one can shut them out. But he also has the authority to block people from receiving the blessing of the palace. And so he had that authority, the blessing, the resources of the treasury of the kingdom of Yehuda. It was given to El-Yakim because he had the key of David. Brothers and sisters, this person, El-Yakim, not much is spoken about him. That's because he is really a typology of the one who is going to be greater than him. Who do you think that is? Well, we have a clue here. When you look at the name of El-Yakim, it actually has the meaning of whom Allahim will raise up. It also means the resurrection of Allahim. And so when we look at the meaning of El-Yakim, it tells us, It's pointing to someone who would be greater than him, to whom will be given the keys of David. You know, when we study the Holy Scriptures, we have so much typology. This is why in our discipleship training program, we're going to be looking at certain typologies in the first five books of Moses. And I'm eager to find out what our brothers and sisters have come up with in their research. We'll talk about that later on in our discipleship training program. Eliakim is one such individual. Throughout scripture, we have David, we have Solomon, we have Jonah. Yahushua is called the greater David, the greater Solomon, the greater Adam, the greater Jonah, because many of the characters in the Old Testament point to Yahushua and Eliakim bearing the key of David, points forward. Our king, Yahushua, because he's the one who has absolute authority, absolute power, by which we can have access to the blessings of Yahuwah Abba, including his blessing of salvation. This is why Yahushua presented himself to Philadelphia and said to them, Do not listen to the synagogue of Satan. Do you know what the synagogue of Satan claims? The synagogue of Satan claims. That they're the only ones who have access to the blessings of the Father. They claim that if you're not in fellowship with them, you have no access to salvation. Yahushua says don't listen to them. If any religion today, if any church group today will meet the claim that they're the only ones who have authority to worship Yahweh stay away from them. That's the synagogue of Satan because Yahushua says they don't have that authority There's only one who has an authority, the one who bears the king of David, the key of David. What is or who is that one today? None other than our king, Yahushua. This is why Yahushua said to Philadelphia, don't place your trust in these human leaders who make claims that they're the only ones who have the authority to preach, that they're the only ones who have the right to the book of life, that they're the only ones who can worship God properly. Do not listen to them. Listen to the voice of the one who has the key of David, Yahusha himself. And Yahusha today is presenting to us, to us, we may be small in number, but he presents to us that he is the one who has the ability to open a door and no one can shut and to shut the door and no one can open. And so let's place our hope and trust in the blessing of our King Yahusha. What is he able to give us access to, let's read the book of 2 Corinthians 19 to 22 for Yehusha Christ, the Son of God, does not waver between yes and no. He is the one whom Silas, Timothy, and I preach to you. And as God's ultimate yes, he always does what He says. For all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes. And through Christ our amen, which means yes, ascends to God for his glory. It is God who enables us along with you to stand firm for Christ. He has commissioned us and he has identified us as his own by placing the Holy Spirit in our hearts as the first installment that guarantees everything he has promised us. Our King Yahushua says that he is the one who has the King of David, That he has an open door for those who will place their trust in him. What does it mean? What is he allowing us to have access to? The promises of our father, Yahuwah. The blessings of our father, Yahuwah. Our King Yahushua says, I am the door. I am the only way to the father and to true life. This is why when we believe, when we belong to our King Yahushua, believe, That he is the yes. That he is the amen to all of Allahim's promises. And Yahuwah has many promises. And it's what we need to believe in. It's what we need to receive and have fulfilled in our life. And if we will have faith in our King Yahushua, the promises that were given will be fulfilled in our life, even today. And so brethren, let us continue... To go to our King Yahushua. Let us seek fellowship with him. Because what is he able to give us. As part of the promise that he wants to fulfill. Bible says he will enable us. To stand firm. This is one. Of the things that our King Yahushua can give to us. He can enable us to become strong. So that we can stand firm. In Christ Yahushua. What is included. What does it mean? How can we be enabled today? Because we face so many tribulations. We face so many sufferings in life. How can we be strong enough to stand firm in Christ Yahusha? Let's read the final passages of of our studies today. Philippians chapter 4. Don't worry about anything. But in all your prayers, ask God for what you need. Always asking Him with a thankful heart. And God's peace which is far beyond human understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in union with Christ Yahusha. I have the strength to face all conditions by the power that Christ gives me. And with all his abundant wealth through Christ Yahusha, my God will supply all your needs. How will Christ, how will Yahusha, HaMashiach, enable us so that we can stand firm and strong in him deeply rooted in him by praying for the things that we need. Yahuwah Abba, through Yahushua HaMashiach, wants to bless us and help us. But we have to ask for the blessings of Abba when we feel overwhelmed, when we face so many challenges, when we become sick, When we are unaware of how we're going to provide for our daily needs, why not ask from the Father the things that we need? What is the instruction of the Apostle Paul? For those who are going through difficult times, pray. But how must we pray to Allahim, always asking him with a thankful heart? Why must we always ask with a thankful heart for the things that we need through our King Yahushua? You notice what the Apostle Paul said? He is able to provide for all of our needs because of his abundant wealth through Christ Yahushua. You see, when it comes to Yahuwah, he has no limitation. His resources are infinite. It has no end. Whatever may be our need, whatever material need we may have, Yahuwah is able to fill that need. But greater than any material need, what is Yahuwah able to do for those who pray to him? Bible says we can receive peace that surpasses all understanding. This is the kind of peace that baffles many people because even in the midst of great trial and tribulation, they remain calm in the storm. Only those who have Yahusha in them Only those who have the strength promised are able to do that. And so brethren, ask for peace. Ask for strength. What kind of strength? The kind of strength that comes not from human strength, but the strength that comes from the power of our King Yahushua. This is what we have access to. All the promises of Yahuwah has been given to us through Yahushua. Believe that, brothers and sisters, because Yahushua has the key of David. He has authority to open doors, doors to the promises of Abba, including his peace and his strength in times of trial. It is this strength that will enable us to overcome and receive the promises that Yahushua revealed to the Philadelphian congregation. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Father, we are truly thankful to you. You bless us in so many ways, giving us the opportunity to receive your blessing. Yahuwah, Almighty Elohim, without you, we would be nothing. We are little and small in power. We do not have anything to boast of. The truth is, when we look at our qualities, When we look at what we have, indeed, we are in need of help. Thank you, Father, because you have blessed us with a yes and an amen to the promises that you have given us through your beloved Son. Father Yahuwah, thank you. Before you is this small remnant, the assembly of Yahushua. Throughout the world, we are but small in number. We have nothing to boast of. But we do remember, if we are to boast of anything, it is that we know you. You, Yahuwah, is the one who practices unfailing love and kindness. We believe that because we are recipients of such great love. You continue to be patient with us. You always know what we need, even before we ask in humble supplication. You are ready to give what we need. You understand our plight, our weaknesses. You know what we go through day by day. Abba, thank you so much for sustaining us every day. Our King Yahushua, you are our King. You are our Mashiach. We believe in your power and authority. You have authority in heaven and on earth. Authority over death, authority over the book of life. We are not afraid. If perhaps in the past, we were afraid of expulsion. We were afraid of religious leaders. We focus on you now. You are the only leader we need. We need you now, loving King. Because sometimes we feel overwhelmed by the worries and anxieties of life. But when we hear your voice speaking to our hearts, strengthening us, we are filled with joy and gladness. We believe you are the one who bears the key of David. You are the King of kings and Lord of lords. May you open the doors for us that will bring us close to you and close to the Father in heaven. Father, thank you so much. Before we conclude today, we beseech you to please look upon your people all over the world. May you continue to bless those who are weak and sick. Heal us and strengthen us. Those who are going through poverty or hardship. May you provide for our needs, whatever it may be. Father, bless every home bless every family, bless our children and our parents. Help us, Father, to receive your manifold promises, including and especially life everlasting. We believe, Father, that you have listened to our prayers. We ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen.